Hello bikers, Jimmy here, reminding you to stay tuned at the end of the show for a promo from our friends at The Session Tapes. Join DM Kevin as he takes his coterie of Brits through another awesome season. The Session Tapes, Children of the Covenant, can be heard on whichever podcast wizard box you choose to align yourself with. Now, on with the show. folks welcome to episode 22 of brits on bikes my name is jimmy sprinkles and with me as always is eve hey and kat hello okay so we're not at the end yet we keep hoping that it's it's gonna get there but just more stuff keeps happening so i'm just yeah, gonna there's roll so much it. happening i'm not gonna tempt fate and say that this is going to be the penultimate or the final episode but we are close and as i said last week we are going to be just kind of throwing episodes out for the the next few weeks or so um until the arc is finally complete we're going to get straight into it i'm going to do a very 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 quick recap which will basically bring us up to the last moments of the previous episode so you had gone to uh the civic hall with Erin to speak to the mayor. What was decided there? Well, we yelled at him to uh, get his ass in the gear and make a big old speech to confound the adults and make them maybe not be so dumb. I doubt that'll work because we're talking about like a government position. So, <laughs> yeah. But then again, everybody's kind of falling down the fascist rabbit hole. And usually with fascists, if you yell and have a lot of authority, people will listen to you. So it's got to be the right kind of authority, though. Who, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like this guy's kind of an idiot. So, <laughs> yeah, he did the whole thing of we were climbing out the window and he was all like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, like that. Mm, not encouraging. Don't you remember? He was like, stop after them and nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So I don't find encouraging. <laughs> well, you know, he's trying to cover his own back as well. Yeah. So you were running away from the community guard who had been in the civic hall at the same time as you. You darted off down a few alleys. Erin had managed to tear on ahead. And when last we saw you, Erin was being held by the scruff of the neck by Tony, Tim's DIY shop assistant. And with him was none other than Nana Casper. So I'm going to fast forward about three or four minutes. Because at the moment, D, Sally and Erin are stood in the back kitchen of Tim's DIY in front of a table and sat before them is Nana Casper. Tony stands just behind her um, and now that the madness seems to have calmed down a little bit you notice that Tony's 
fingers are bandaged up. Nana Casper looks at you and there's a silence. All that can be heard is the ticking of the kitchen clock on the wall. Which is one of those cats with the eyes that go <laughs> left and right. What would you like to do? I'm not breaking the silence. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, all right. D is sort of aware of the kind of person Nana Casper is. And like, usually in a situation like this, you kind of got to assume that they're they're going to want to talk first. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're the ones who have any idea what's going on here. We're just kind of, we're just there. Okay. Well, Nana Casper looks up and she says, It's so nice to see you children here again. Um, but you did seem in an awful hurry. Yeah, so uh, we should probably get going then, get out of your hair. No, 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 no. I don't think so, my dears. I think, um, I think maybe you've got yourselves into a spot of bother. Before I forget, she rifles in the front of her apron that she's wearing and, and hands you each a toffee. There we go. Thank you. I'll put it in my pocket. Yeah, but much appreciated. So, uh, cool. Um, all right. <sighs> Will yada. Just wait on. where you are. Okay. What are we waiting for? She looks at D and she says, I heard some rather awful things were going on up at the school. Mm. And that you were involved. Well, I don't know so much about, like, uh, involved as in subjected to? Yes. Make a grit roll for me. You both can do this. I got a seven. Eleven. Sally, you can see that on talking of the school, Nana Casper does not look happy. D, with an 11, you can see that she is unhappy with the situation that took place up at the school. She's not happy about it at all. So she's not on board with the brainwashing or she's not on board with you destroying the place. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't a fan of it. uh, So anyways... I heard really? all about it, my dear, <laughs> all about it. And I, I, I must say, it was a, a, a terribly brave thing that you did. Uh, kind of reminds me of something that, that I would have done if I were in your situation. Oh, um, yeah. She lo- uh, yeah, cool. She looks up at Tony and she, and she says through gritted teeth, do you have something to say to the young man? And Tony uh, cradles his hand um, and looks very, very sheepish. And you, you never realise that such a big man could look so small um, when he says, sorry, didn't, didn't know what they just... Sorry. It's... it's... It's all cool, man. Just like uh, next time you see a bunch of kids getting tortured, maybe uh, 
jump immediately to, oh, hey, this is probably bad. Uh, don't you worry about Tony. He's, uh, he'll pay his dues. That's for sure. Well, all right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we, uh, got all that sorted out. Indeed, just starts, like, uh, stretching <laughs> and it's like, well, Sally, I think it's uh, about time for us to... Uh, 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 not quite yet, not quite yet. She looks at Tony and all of a sudden her face changes and she's like, Anthony, if you don't want to be losing the use of both your brass bands, I suggest you get out into the shop now. Um, and Tony marches off and she turns back to you with a, a pleasant smile on her face. Erin looks at her and she says, Look, what's this all about? We can't be hanging around for too long. There's a touch of uh, unhappiness with us at the moment. People aren't um, too keen on us three and uh, we need to make ourselves scarce. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, she clearly knows what you mean. So, uh... Don't you worry, dears. It's all fine. No one will come in here. No one will give you any bother at all. Nana has seen to that. Nana sees to many things in town but it seems that there are one or two things that nana has become a little bit unaware of there are things taking place here that i'm i don't think i'm fully in the loop and that makes nana very very unhappy and when nana is unhappy other people start to get quite unhappy as well so why don't you tell me dears what exactly is going on in Marsh Haven at the moment? What do you know? I'm gonna look at D and be like, how much do we... Do? Like, trying to psychically tell, say, like, how much do we say? Because we are not psychically bonded in that way. Okay. D, make a brains roll for me, please. Mm, detect the Morse what? code that Sally's eyebrows are waggling at you. <laughs> Uh, two? You're fully focused on Nana at the moment, and you can't see Sally doing anything at all. Well, fortunately, uh, Dee's a very uh, subtle type, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so, I mean, like, uh, there's uh, all these, uh, 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 you know... Uh, um, Kind of like uh, jerks kind of taking over. You mean the community guard? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean them. And uh, 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 Vicky Wallace. And, um, you know, like uh, they're doing that. They got all like the uh, pop can of stuff. I broke that machine because a little uh, jerk that uh, get me in the garage. <sighs> I didn't like that. So, uh. I don't like uh, really uh, being held in places for extended periods of time right now, so uh, it's uh, one of the reasons why I kind of want to be uh, getting on with it. So you've 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 been held by people? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what's face the uh, big guy with the weird thing with his mom? Oh. The Robertses. Yeah, just kind of living in the garage, pooping in a blink, in a bucket. So, uh... Yes, Mrs. Roberts was, uh, 
Not too desirable when she was at school either. Your observations seem to confirm one or two things for me. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I am a big fan of this town. I love this town with all my heart, and I have provided many things for this town, and in return, this town provides for me. And I feel, children, lady, that if events continue the way that they seem to be going, the town and I might have a little falling out. And that could be unpleasant for everybody. So, um, it would be rather prudent if you told me everything you knew. When you say the town, do you mean like the people or do you mean like the town? Well, the people, of course. Okay. The people who come into my shop day after day, week after week, who buy their things from me, who sometimes seek solace, sometimes just want a chat, sometimes need a favour or two. Nana's always here to provide. It's always been the way. I bet you didn't know before my Tim died, God rest his soul, we did many things during the war. Why, this very kitchen was used as a base of resistance when things went really, really bad. Okay, um, can I, uh, uh confer with my, uh, compatriots, uh, over here in the corner, uh, just, just real quick, need a little, uh, private, private moment with them? Of course, dear, of course. I'm going to go and check on Tony, and I'll be with you in just a moment or two. Alright, uh, yeah, uh, Dee's gonna huddle up with Aaron and Sally. So, um, swill a uh, sketchy, huh? Yeah, I don't, I, I'm very suspicious. Yeah, um, we'll see, I don't... Well, we, we can all agree that she's definitely um done some uh less than legal stuff at some point. Uh, I suppose, right? Wait. Oh yes, of course. That's common knowledge. So, okay. like, you know, she she ain't gonna want these guys in charge. They're gonna freaking uh, get all up in her business. So, I mean, you know, enemy of my enemy, uh, so on and so forth. So, I think that maybe uh, we could uh, use this in our favor, yeah? How? How do you mean? Well, I mean, like, she's got connections and stuff. She's got the freaking supplies. Heck, nobody's going to look at the, the sideways if she goes out to those freaking fairgrounds, probably. You know, they need tools and crap. On top of that, I mean, she's probably got ears all over the place. Uh, she could probably tell us who's connected with what. That would be good to know. Because we're very alone right now. Yeah, like, I mean, the who, 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 who we can trust with all this? Because I don't know who we can trust. But more importantly, how much do we tell her? Because, like, there's... There's the stuff that's been going on, and then there's the stuff that's been going on, you know? That's kind of, that's kind of what I was getting at, because, like, I think I think we should uh, definitely uh, tell her some stuff. So I just don't know, um... 
It's equity alpha. How we want to go with that? Like, uh, cause I mean, oh wait, and I don't know what's going on with it, but like, you got purple hair and like, uh, your eyes are kind of weird. And like, I'm all for it. I think it looks awesome. Like, uh, honestly, you gotta tell me how you did that because I'm kind of <laughs> jealous. But can we just agree to keep the 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 junkyard peeps out of it though? Because I don't think that like okay, they've got a magic propaganda machine that they're brainwashing people with posters, but like we don't need to get into the whole like celestial beings that shouldn't exist. No, like I don't think I don't think she knows no that's freaking angels and whatnot. I don't know. We could we could just say it's like, you know, some way of like a subliminal message type uh, crap. Like, you know, they they they're using like brainwashing and uh, uh uh like flashy pictures and like hidden messages and crap to get in people's heads. You're like okay, so so no magic at all. I I think you know, we imply that it's just all like science uh and yes i just did do the air quote fingers i don't know why i need to announce that verbally (laughs) (laughs) well if you ask me that sounds like a pretty good idea the magic is problematic it's it's questionable whether she'll believe us or not yeah well i mean all right so like if she already knows about the magic stuff and everything then like us just like just saying it out loud like that's not going to be unusual like she'll probably just think that we're talking in code for like a freaking tony's sake or something i don't know that we're just like dumbass kids or something look before she gets back we need to know what do we want from her? What is it that we're, we're asking her to do? We need help to stop the end of the world. We need to know who we can trust. Just while you're discussing exactly what it is you want from Nana Casper, she comes back in. She hobbles around the table and sits back down and, and looks at the three of you. And she says, well, I am pleased that you that you didn't decide to abscond. Oh, crap, that was an option. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is the start of a lovely business relationship. Now, you've had your time for discussion. Care to fill Nana in? Well, no, uh, what you meant here? Like, uh, we all just, uh, we just need to know, like, who's cool? Yeah, who we can trust and what we can... You know, maybe get a little bit of a, like, uh, secret spy equipment. (laughs) Nana leans back in her chair and steeples her fingers together. Yes, trust. Trust is a difficult thing. And one of the most important things as well. And right now, I'm not really sure who to trust. Since that meeting last week, yes, it was only a week ago. Wow. (laughs) Since that meeting last week, all manner of oddities have started to occur. There's been the incident at the school. There has been the curfew, which I spoke to the mayor about and I wasn't happy one jot. The townspeople all marching around like they own the place. 
There's your kidnapping. This, the Robertses. Ugh. You know, tell me about it. Quite honestly, I don't think there's anyone that you can trust. Except old Nana, of course. You can always trust Nana. I hope that's true. Yeah. Is there anything else? There's definitely an agenda. And Victor was behind it all. And he's using all kinds of nasty techniques. Dark super science. Nasty techniques to make everyone think how he wants them to think. And we can't do anything about it. I see. Wallace is um, almost definitely the root of all these problems that's for sure i've had my my people keeping an eye on him but uh he's he's been missing for the last few days nobody seems to know where he is the closest i've managed to get to a, an answer is that he's on a retreat whatever that is he's probably laying low not the kind of retreat we need all i know is that he'll be there on saturday I mean, that's his creation, but what his motives are, I have no idea at all. His motives are not good. You know something about it, do you? Got an idea. Oh, well, do share with dear old Nana. Well, he's trying to take over, isn't he? He's trying to install some kind of, like, evil Nazi government. Because I know about the Nazis, and... And if he starts here, he's got a foothold, and he can expand it. That's very astute of you, young lady. Now the question is, what are we to do about it? Well, we, uh, work as crap. <laughs> Interesting turn of words, young man. Um, how do you plan on doing that? Well... We need to undermine him at his big presentation thing. Yeah. It's how, it's how to do that that we're not sure. Well, now's as good a time as any to come up with a plan, isn't it? So far, our plan is to uh, get in under undercover because, like, uh, we've we've gotten a bit of a uh, reputation, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna be. Uh, Setting up uh, some disguises and uh, going in under the cover of that little parade that they're holding. Ah, infiltration. Yeah, no, like we're, we're very, very good at that. It's we have a lot every of experience. Time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be doing that. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully... Nothing will go wrong with that once we get in there. Well, we're going to wait. We're going to wait for for our opening. You know, uh, once uh, once the, the, the big shebang starts uh, getting underway, then we're just we're going to make a, a, a mess. See, uh, the, I think the problem is... Correct me if I'm wrong here, Sally. We don't know exactly, like, how all that crap's going to be playing out. 
So no, we don't know enough about what he's going to be doing. So, like, yeah, the big issue here is uh, timing. Because you don't want to come in too soon and risk it all being for nothing. No, this is very true. I don't know if it helps at all, but I have heard that um, Wallace doesn't seem to be going to be putting in an appearance until much later in the evening. So if that gives you a, a better idea of timing... That'll definitely uh, be the time that we're going to have to uh, reveal ourselves. So, I mean, I suppose, like, use the meantime to get a lay of the land and uh, set ourselves up. Maybe get a couple corn dogs or something. What's a corn dog? Yeah, I've never heard of a corn dog. Like a hot dog on a stick and it's like uh, wrapped in like a fried cornbread. That sounds disgusting. Oh, no, it's, it's really good. I have heard of a corn dog. I've never actually seen one. But what? Yeah, we don't have corn dogs. No. What? They rock. They're like, <laughs> you know, a good carnival food. I'm going to make you a corn dog. It'll be a garbage corn dog. <laughs> okay, well, you'll wait until, like, after we solve this whole mystery. Unless, like, I and don't know. And we find a bag of perfect ingredients I'll, in the I'll dump. I'll I'll see if like uh if, if Snotwag can like uh wig up uh, a fire. Children, when you've quite finished planning your dinner, do you think we could get back to the task in hand? Nana isn't getting any younger. Oh, I. <sighs> Sally, you got a shopping list. I have a pen and paper. I'm halfway there. Okay. Well, let's see. Um. So they stole my bag. Which means that I ain't got no, uh, my lockpicks no more. So I'm gonna need some lockpicks, um, another flashlight, uh... Whoa, 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 um, dearies, dearies, what makes you think that I can provide these things for you? Oh, because I bought a freaking set of lockpicks off of you last time I came through here. Like, uh, three bucks. I don't think you understand I'm a I'm a businesswoman. I don't I don't give things away willy nilly. You're not giving things away willy nilly. You're saving the freaking world with these things. Yes, but not if you're going to bankrupt me. It's not going to bankrupt you. I think I think maybe what we need to do here, seeing as though we're fast becoming friends, is perhaps enter into uh, a small bargain. How does that sound? What are the terms? What are the terms indeed? Well, it's it's very simple. I shall provide you with some amenities to help you with your endeavours. And all I ask is, should I ever need your help, that you'll, um, you'll be able to do, what shall we say, maybe... Five favors. Saving the world had better count for one of them. Fine, we'll call it four. When you say favors, would you be asking us to do anything illegal? That's a very subjective word, young lady. I think it's the least subjective word (laughs) there is. (laughs) Well, I mean, Sally, to be fair, we we have broken a lot of laws. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I don't 
For us? I'm not going to prison for her. We were were involved in a murder. (laughs) (laughs) I will ensure that any risk or danger will be kept at the bare minimum to you. All right, we ain't killing nobody. Nope, I would never ask such a thing. Murder is abhorrent in my books. I would never commit a murder. I'm not open to violence. Uh, Darlings, darlings, if (laughs) I wanted you to commit acts of violence, well, I wouldn't. It's as simple as that. I have Tony. You saw the size of him. (laughs) I don't need a couple of children to kneecap people when they owe me money. Not that that ever happens, of course, you understand. Yeah, no, no, wink. (laughs) I don't think it's particularly good business to agree to something you don't know about. That is all. Well, you do. You know that you'll be doing some favours for me. Just some odd jobs. It's very vague. Would you put the term odd jobs in a contract? (laughs) Because I sure wouldn't. Um, Oh, wait, you know what? That's not particularly All right, tell you what. I'll... I will take this burden on myself, and I will, like, when when and if the time comes, I'll want it by Sally. Like, if you you don't want to get involved, you ain't gotta. I won't push it none. Like, I'm okay with that. So this is just manipulating Sally into agreeing. (laughs) Because you know I'm never going to abandon D. (laughs) She's well aware of of our relationship. Nana stands up and she walks around the table and she comes to stand by you, Dee. um, And she says, well, it appears that we have a deal. And she spits in her hand and holds her hand out. Of course. Dee spits in in their hand and just claps it in there. Make a grit roll, please. Uh for how repulsed you are by the spit. It's it's, it's weirdly gritty. <laughs> that would be another 11. As you make contact with Nana Casper, you feel, it feels like, I don't know, like a, like a torrent of warm water oh, um, course up <laughs> and around your body. And it's, it's only for a fraction of a second. And Nana gives you a wink. Right, let's get to it then, dear, shall we? D- Follow me. He's doing a very, very furrowed brow right now. <laughs> if it had been cold, I'd be like, she's totally a ghost. But now she's like totally a hot ghost. That's weird. <laughs> All right. Well, I think okay. I just made a mistake. <sighs> <laughs> just, 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 just sowing the seeds. That's all. Congratulations, you accepted the plot hook. Super dope. Awesome. That's not going to bite me in the friggin' ass. So Nana takes the three of you out through the kitchen, into a little hallway, and out through the back of the shop. So you're coming past the counter. Tony's in there just minding his own business. Just out of game. What I'm going to do is I am going to say you can pick five things a piece. And that includes five things for Erin as well, which you'll need to agree upon. Now, Tim's DIY is 
it is one of those bits of everything kind of a shop. It's it's not just DIY. It's there's gardening supplies, there's paint supplies, there's you know you would find knickknacks, even little kind of touristy type bits and pieces all sorts of stuff in there there's no kind of rhyme or reason a proper i think like like a mum and pop store that kind of thing okay um do these five items include a bag to carry them in because i presently don't have one of those i will give you a bag to carry them in what do we need for our like infiltration because we were going to do some kind of thing where we were like a Chinese dragon kind of deal. Um. We're, oh no, we were going to be tree people, weren't we? You know what I think would be easier than being tree people? What's that? Being a river. Because then you just need like a blue tarp. And you can hide under it and wobble it about and then fuck it, you're water. Seems easier than crafting stuff made of grass. Yeah, but at the same time, I kind of feel like they, they might look at that and go like, uh, are you just walking around in a tarp? <laughs> <laughs> you'd make it look like a river i don't know i mean what what is something that can conceal you the issue is that we want we want to justifiably stay in costume once we get right. to the place so like you know like if if we were all hanging out under the top we'd probably end up taking the top off once we got to the plague grounds yeah but then it could be really useful and we could just cover ourselves in blue and then it would be hard to recognize us because we're just blue. Well, like a blue magic. Yeah, but like, who, who goes who goes to the freaking carnival under a top and then stays under the top? The point was to get in, and then once we're in, it seems it feels like there would be less of a spotlight because people are doing stuff, right? It's yeah, not like- I don't want to whisk people seeing my mug. Once again, I got kidnapped. And I also saw myself getting murdered. <laughs> that is what dying face paint is for. That is what I'm saying. But if you've got a better idea, that is fine. I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm leaving costumes up to up to you. Like, I, I'm I'm trusting you. I don't like my idea. <laughs> you want us to hide under the top? Well, at least I want us to hide. Your your last idea was let's dress up like Ents, which. I don't even know how we do that. I never said that. No, I think that was me. Oh, okay. That was definitely the thing of tree people came up. Make a brains roll. I got a one. That's a nope. You're left kind of stuck and not really sure what to do at the moment. That is an accurate Um, description of my life, yes. I vote that we get general purpose we might need Sally what do you have I have a torch a lighter a notebook pen and pencil a purse a padlock and a Stanley knife I would like another padlock but (laughs) I feel like if we get we we definitely need another set of lockpicks that way we can we can just get a padlock on the way (laughs) um. <laughs> yeah, we'll go by that pub and see if they've replaced the ones we stole. Erin comes skipping over and she goes, "Here, take this," um, and gives you, Sally, a uh, a shopping basket to put all the things in. And you can see she's already put in a large bag of water balloons. 
ah, we can fill those up with, uh, like, oil. Make slippery traps. Light things on fire. Ooh, yeah, I'll grab a box of drawing pins for people to stand on. A box of what? Oh, you'd call them thumbtacks. Oh, it's like, what the fuck is that? I was like, is that like, like some sort of like stick? I've never thought about it, but drawing pin is a weird name for it. Yeah, it is a weird name for it. Thank you. I thought they were like, you you pin down paper while you were drawing. Or it could be that you can draw them out, I suppose. Yeah, maybe. What what were you thinking we were going to do with water balloons then? <laughs> I just thought they looked nice. I think they might be quite good for um shenanigans. Oh yeah, I absolutely agree. Like uh yeah, like I can think of all sorts of different things that we could fill a water balloon with. Does silly string exist? I think that's probably not. No, I'd say that was probably 80s, but I could be wrong. Sadness. 1972. We could get silly string. Well, I mean, technically it came out in 1972. Uh, the the trademark wasn't made until 1997. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they, they spent a while <laughs> around with it and trying to figure it out. See, I was not prepared for a shopping trip. Right now, I'm like just going over those things that Dee originally wanted to buy when back before we had money. <laughs> oh, for the Knucker episode, yeah. Didn't you want a crowbar at one point? Well, yeah, I was thinking of like all of our B&E stuff, but then I was like, well, we got lockpicks, and there was lockpicks, so you know, I'm getting lockpicks. Uh, uh, a tool belt for all my equipment. You want a tool belt, okay. Because... That'll be useful if I don't have to dig around in the bag. You could put the lockpicks in my pocket. D, you've so far got two things. Sally, you've got one. Aaron's got one as well. Is there a face paint kit? Yep. Cool. You can have a face paint yeah, kit. Yeah, we're getting a face paint kit. There we go. There we go. Now we got some disguise stuff. There's some hairspray. Oh, hairspray, that's useful. Uh... Are there flares? No. Mm. I don't think you'd be allowed to have flares. Oh, we're not allowed to have a lot of things. I'm not not talking about like a flare gun. I'm talking about like a magnesium flare. You like pop the top and go... Still like fire and... Oh, oh, look what I found. Erin comes skipping back. For each of you, she places into the basket. She's um, located a small section of fishing tackle supplies. Mm -hmm. And she's got three catapults. What? A slingshot. Oh! (laughs) Wad. This is another fun episode of uh, Guess the British Word. (laughs) I was like... Fucking catapults. <laughs> They're very clearly small enough for her to carry three of them. <laughs> so it's like, what is this, like a little desk catapult? I don't think that's going to serve as much use. <laughs> like, Aaron, this is cool, but... It's <laughs> actually pretty useful. You could probably uh, uh, screw someone up with that one there. Are we talking like a wrist mm. rocket type? It's not. It's literally just a Y shape. Okay. 
It's not great, but it'll work. D, make a brains roll for me. Stop asking me to do that. That is so mean, and you know it. Hey, I got a three. Pretty good. <laughs> Given that you've spent a little, quite a bit of time in the Elysium, you think that there might be, like, you might be able to track down, like, a bag of ball bearings that you Ooh, could use. Yeah. Rad. Or even just random, like, nuts. Yeah, I mean, that'll work too. Yeah. As in the metal screw kind, not as in, you know, the fruit of trees. Okay, so what else could we use? Because yeah, I, I don't could, know what we're going to be doing. I could use another flashlight, but I mean, you could get a flashlight anywhere. This thing's practically growing on trees. What is something that we can only really get here? I mean, what are we, what are we going to be doing with this stuff? Uh, saving the world. Yeah, that's great and all, but like, how? We we know more or less where to be and sort of when. And we know, like, the one big thing that we have to do. It's just a matter of, like, everything that happens between... When starts stuff starts going down, and when explicitly we have to do the thing that we know nothing about. So my idea is that we just kind of prepare for just everything. I would like a claw hammer. Oh, that's good. Um, can you both make grit rolls, please? <laughs> this is my third eleven on grit. <laughs> I caution elegance. I got a four. Sally, you're busy browsing. Uh, take an adversity token. Oh, no. Uh, D, as you're thinking about stuff, you hear a scratching at the door. I hear a scratching at the front door of the shop. Tony, answer the door. Because <laughs> I don't want to poke my head out just in case anybody like uh, that. Tony lollops over to the door and um, opens it, and quick as a flash, nettles come scurrying in. Yay! Hey, it's my dog! I can't stay for very long, because Mr. Spencer has his sausages out in a minute, and, um, well, I don't get to eat very much. Because you two always seem so busy. <laughs> I was kidding! Um, Wait, I can't hear you, so... <laughs> you can't hear. Listen... The funny man has managed to get hold of the children and he's taking them over to the, the junkyard. See you later. Bye. And he scurries out. Okay. He's going to steal some sausages because apparently you don't feed him. Wait, I was kidnapped. <laughs> His words I haven't mine. eaten in like two days. I'm actually really hungry. Our new friend and ally has brought our new friends and allies to our home base. We should get back. Okay, so, uh, what else do we need? Yeah, what, what are we looking at? What have we got right now? Okay, so we've got lockpicks, drawing pins, water balloons, tool belt, face paint, hairspray, catapults times three, and a claw hammer. Make another brains roll. Make it a brains roll. Eleven. A three. Uh, D, take an adversity token. Sally, with this new information from Nettles, do you think it might be a good idea to perhaps kit out your new partners in crime? Mm. We need to prepare an army. 
Well, I mean, what are we going to kill them out with here that we can't just make out there? Because, I mean, like, it'd be easy enough just to give everybody a freaking pipe. That's true. But you need a balanced party <laughs> of, like, ranged attackers and mages and melee fighters. I'm absolutely amazed that a couple of D&D players like yourself still haven't picked up any rope. Oh my god, you're right. I totally <laughs> forgot about my grappling <laughs> hook that I insisted on having. Yes. Wait, you have a grappling no, hook? I don't have a grappling hook. I do now, though. <laughs> <laughs> you have some rope. Hey, in my defense, every D&D character I've had has had rope, and it's never been <laughs> used. What? So clearly, yeah. Next thing you're going to tell me is that, like, you've had, like, a whole bunch of 10-foot poles and never used them. I've never had a 10-foot pole. You've never had a 10-foot pole? That's, like, standard. They're <laughs> so useful. Okay, so, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'll pick up a rope. How much, uh, how much, uh, how big of a rope are we talking? How much would you like? Is on, like, there's a selection of different thicknesses of ropes on spools. I don't think we we really need fifty feet of rope. But how much could how much rope was the maximum amount of rope that I can get where <laughs> we conceivably count as one item slot? Roll a D twenty for me, please. Seventeen. You've got seventeen feet of rope. Oh, that's a lot of rope. Awesome. Like, uh, what kind of rope? Tell me all about this rope. Well, it's a plaited five-strand rope made of fibrous nylon-y material. It's quite thick. It's good. So it's good. It's good climbing rope. All right, rad. There are no grappling hooks. No. They're so useful. But... But you can make one out of strapping together four claw hammers with the claws facing outwards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one claw hammer would probably do it. You could just hook it over. But that's not as funny. I mean, yeah, yeah like, I mean, you can make grappling hook. So I'm not, I'm not too concerned about the grappling hook. Hey, uh, yeah, so, uh, anything in here that might, like, uh, have, like, uh, some valuable use up against, uh, any, uh, potential magical type sort of thing? Erin looks around and she says, Well, I suppose maybe salt could be used for protection. How does that work? It's quite simple, really. You spill the salt out into a, into a circle and keeps the nasties at bay. Demons are like slugs. Just give some, some salt for seasoning our food stuff. <laughs> It's for, it's for killing slugs. Yeah, yeah, all the slugs <laughs> up at Elysium. They've been ruining the cabbages. Uh, yeah, all, all my precious cabbages. Ca cabbages. Cabbages? Cabbages are close. Ew. <laughs> it's the first vegetable I could think of that grows in this country. Alright, cool. So we got salt. How, how, how much salt do we have? You have a one kilogram bag of salt. All right, so. That's a lot of salt. 
duct tape. Yep, no problem. Duct tape. I mean, that's good general all-purpose stuff, you know, tying people up, taping things up. It comes in a uh, multi-pack of three. Rad. It's cool. Everybody gets a roll of duct tape. I am going to take my duct tape and make a circle of it and then pour the salt on that circle of it. And I just fold it up, put it in my pocket, throw it on the ground whenever I need it. <laughs> okay, we are currently at 13 items. Well, I mean, we could always just get like a camping stove for, uh, for the last post. And a bottle of paraffin or something to power it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that would just be nice to have. <laughs> for, your, for your celebratory meal when you save the world. So we can so we can cook the corn dogs on it. Wait, no, it's... Oh, I guess we could... Yeah, I guess we don't technically need the deep fire. We could just use a pan. Yeah, you just boil a pan of oil. It's terrifying, but that's... That's how a guy used to make chips. Sorry, fries. Just as you're collecting the bottle of paraffin, Nana Casper comes back and she says, Oh, you have been busy, haven't you, dears? What an exciting array of, of things you've picked up. Uh, would you like to use the van? I'm sure Tony wouldn't mind giving you a lift. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, sure, I'm sure Tony's got uh, some stuff to uh, drop off and pick up out at uh, Elysium like y'all do. Yes, quite, dear. So uh, Tony carries all of your stuff out to the van, which is parked just outside, loads it all up, gestures to you to get in. Does he have any candy? Well, you do have that toffee in your pocket. That's true. And I guess I can eat it now that she hasn't tried to kill us. You can eat it if you want. I'm going to eat the toffee. You eat the toffee. It's delicious. Yay! As you're uh, headed out the door, uh, Nana Casper says, Now, you take care, children. I hope whatever it is you have planned succeeds. Well, business to be done. And um, I'll be in touch. Yeah. Oh, boy. Gracious, <laughs> yeah, really evil, Sally, and I've made a big mistake by uh, spitting in my hand and shaking that on up. Get a lot of use out of this salt. <laughs> Can I ask, are you are you sitting in the front of the van or are you getting in the back with the stuff? Oh, I'm getting in the back of the van. I am hiding. So we're laying low. Okay, so you get into the back of the van. Erin hops into the front and kind of puts her parka hood up. And Tony drives off. No more than about 20 minutes later, you find yourself uh, pulling up outside of the, the carriage. And when you get there, the disciples are outside and Skip's out there. He seems to be having a, a heated discussion with Cassie. They're obviously arguing about something. And as you step out of the van, Cassie whips round and she says, You! You're turning this place into a bloody playground. What's with all these people coming and going? What are you talking about? I'm kind enough to let you stay here, but you can't just bring every riffraff willy-nilly through here. And Skip says, look, I, I, tried, to, I, I tried to tell her that we were, were making plans and she was having none of it. Everybody's inside. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, like, uh, yeah, no. Well, see. Cassie, you, you cannot... 
have direct operational impact on our whole thing here. So we kind of need some more goons. Um, what do you call them goons? Uh, what would you call them? Allies. Yeah, actually, that's a good word. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what your uh, game is here. And I've said I will do as much as I can. But this is my realm. This is my gaff. You understand I that, un- don't I you? understand that. I hadn't anticipated him just dumping them in the caboose there. I was hoping that we would be here. But things kind of got caught up. Uh, Tony, Cassie, Cassie, Tony. Um... Yeah, so don't worry. We'll take these chumps, uh, feel them out, and if they're cool, we'll take them over to the post. If not, okay. like you could just like beat them up or whatever. Hey, small smile curls up onto her lip at the thought of that. Ah, more shenanigans. <laughs> Tony drives off, and you're left outside with the disciples and Skip. Wait, uh, hey, uh, Skip, uh, why don't you uh, go and get everybody uh, some like. Like food and stuff. Where from? I don't know. Some, so good. Like I'm seriously, I, I haven't eaten in a long some. time, man. So like, I really don't care. All, all, like your, your freaking haggis or your eels or whatever. I'll, I'll see what I can do. And he strolls off and climbs into his car, which, for reference, is a Hillman Imp. I have no idea what that uh, is. Um, I have no idea what that is. They're super cool 70s cars. Okay. He drives off and you head into the carriage. As you get in, um, there are four children. These are not um, super cool cars. Well, it's like uh, some um, Um, Mr. Bean drives. But Skip would totally drive one of those. See, whenever somebody says a cool 70s car, I think of like American muscle car. Those are cool 70s cars. <laughs> okay, so you you head on into the carriage, and as you step in, you see five rather nervous-looking children. There's a couple in the sofa. There's one perched on Cassie's desk. Nobody seems to have sat in Cassie's chair. Smart. Oh, hey, these, they're all smart cookies there. Just an air of foreboding there. One of the boys stands up. And he says, Yankee, didn't think we'd see you again. What the bloody hell happened to you? Oh, I got kidnapped. It was a whole thing. It's all cool now. Um, what happened with you all? After you smashed up the machine, things went a little bit quiet. We were told that our curriculum would start again the following week. So we've been back in classes. We've been sworn to secrecy. We've been told not to reveal any information. And, uh... They threatened to kick us out. I can't afford that. I know I've been in trouble from time to time, but if I got kicked out, I'd be screwed. My mum would kill me. I just want to make sure that y'all weren't brainwashed, because, I mean, let's face it, that's clearly what they were doing. They were trying to brainwash us, right? We, we can all agree on that. The children all nod. Yeah, who is here? Okay, so we've got Morgan and Diane, the twins. We've got Jeff, the the contraband king, who you've just spoken to. And we've got Trevor, the class clown. Okay. Oh, and Danielle as well. Danielle Duguid. Okay, let's not mention anything about that. Duguid's family member there. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say that I was sorry to hear about her dad. It's not her dad. Oh, it's not her dad. I thought it was her dad. It's her uncle. I'm sorry about her uncle. 
Yeah, whatever. What are we doing here anyway? Oh, uh, we're going to save the world. Well, don't want to save me. Why should I have to do that? Danielle is absentmindedly kicking at the side of one of the sofas. Make a grip roll. Twelve. No. Sally taking adversity token. Mm-hmm. Uh, D, she looks ready to kill somebody. Well, we're going to save the world because if we don't, then everyone dies and you can't get all revenge on whoever it is that you want to beat the crap out of right now. You make it sound like I have somebody in mind. I'll just quite happily kill anybody at the moment. This whole place is shit. And this guy comes along, tells us that that you two are, are, are planning something and that he wants us to come and meet you. So please, just tell me what's going on because, quite frankly, I've had a shit week. You think you've had a shit week? I got kidnapped. <laughs> What's being held in a freaking quiet? You see Morgan, one of the twins, whisper into Diane's ear. And Diane says, look, if you want help with something, then we're all for it. We're done trying to rationalise this. It's madness. It's absolute madness. And it needs to be stopped. Exactly. That's what I said. That's what I'm talking about. Wait, like, uh, sure, okay, maybe, maybe you're mad, you just want to beat up some people or figure whatever, but at least let me guide you to the people that need a foot straight up their freaking butts. Okay? Because we have got some people that need that really, really bad. Trevor stands up and wanders over to you, Dee, and says, here, who put you in charge? I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm all for causing a little bit of mayhem because I've had my fill. I, to be honest, I don't really care if I get kicked out of school anymore. I know one thing's for sure, I am not watching those crazy pictures again. But what makes you best qualified to lead us in some mayhem? He's the one who does things. None of you guys have done anything, have you? Um, excuse me, who holds the record for the most times going to Mr. Cups in one day? Yeah, okay, and who broke D out of that garage when he was handcuffed to a wall? You were handcuffed to a wall? Yeah, I just told you, I got kidnapped. Uh, D holds up their wrists, like the bruises or whatnot. I broke that freaking machine. I've been fighting this Victor Wallace asshole this entire freaking time without any of y'all's help. So for Sally here, Sally... Freaking, Thank you. Like, look, she she don't she don't want to be doing this stuff, but she's still here doing it with me because she knows it needs to be freaking done. All right, y'all can sit there in your cush little houses, with your little families, having fun and whatnot. I'm stuck here. Uh, my uncle freaking kidnapped me, so I ain't got no home no more. Sally, uh, held up a mom at knife point. She ain't got her home no more. I did not hold her off a knife point. You, you threatened her with a freaking knife. You definitely did that. I cut the phone cord so she couldn't call for help. That's uh, all you, I did. You held it at her. I saw it. <laughs> Morgan whispers into Diane's ear again, and Diane says, Our mum loves Victor Wallace. She thinks he's the best thing that's happened to this town since forever. You want to know what's going to happen with this town if Victor Wallace gets what he wants? 
everyone is going to die. Jeff pipes up again and he says, look, don't you think you're being a little bit extreme? Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on, but everyone dies. It's a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Uh, D, D, D looks over at Sally and puts, puts their hands on their hips, kind of like purse their lips a little. It's like, do I want to tell them? I mean, we might as well. What's the problem if they don't believe Victor us? Wallace is an evil wizard. He's not an evil wizard. I mean, he's he's just trying to summon a demon. It's, like, the demon that will yeah. end the world. But that doesn't make him an evil wizard. I'm pretty sure that's an evil wizard. Look, I mean, so, uh... No, you make him sound way too cool. Oh, wait, then he's a, 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 a dumbass wizard. Okay, my bad. Um... So, uh, yeah, magic's wheel, uh, Victor Wallace is going to summon a big old thing at this party, and everyone's going to die. I had a vision of it. Also, uh, I can do magic, and so can Sally. I, not as much as you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you could do the little mirror check. There is an absolute hush over the carriage and people are looking at you having this conversation with one another a little bit slack-jawed trevor bursts into a fit of laughter and he says you're having a laugh ain't ya wizards demons magic what the hell are you talking about i just want to cause some trouble that's all uh trust me there's gonna be a lot of freaking trouble all right and we're gonna cause it okay Fine, well then I'm in. Because as far as I'm concerned, you ain't got to believe me on any of this crap, alright? So long as you're freaking in. Like, it, it don't matter. One way or another, we're going to be stopping some stuff. Alright? You don't want Victor Wallace in charge. Well, we ain't going to let Victor Wallace get in charge. Morgan whispers in Diane's ear again, and Diane says, You can count us in. We're up against a system that's wrong and needs to be changed. Why you other two? Danielle looks at UD and says, you know there could be trouble, right? Yeah, that's that's the plan. No, I mean like real trouble. Like we could get done by the police. Are you ready to, to deal I with that? I got Almost twice. We had to run out of a window and climb down from from the, the first floor. Oh, yeah, I yelled at the mayor. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did that too. Yeah. Um, Make... Make grit rolls for me. Ooh, I did bad. That's a I two. I got a three. <laughs> Although I do have seven adversity tokens. Do you want to put any of those adversity tokens into that roll? I would like to give D three adversity tokens, which turns into six. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It's because mine are better. D, you can ascertain that these kids all seem to have their own agendas. They all seem dead set on helping you but for their own reasons whilst they're listening to what you say it's going in one ear and out the other they've they've made up their minds they've they want to do it but they're not really they're not sold on why they're kids mm. so when push comes to shove they're not gonna necessarily side with us well no i think that the problem is that when push comes to shove it's not that they aren't going to side with us that they're going to do their own thing. That's kind of what I mean, yeah. They're going to serve their own ends instead of our common good, as it were. End of the day, 
It's not the worst thing as long as they don't trip the alarms too early. At the very least, trip them against us. Trevor looks over at you and he says, So come on then, fearlessly. What's the plan? All right. So, so far what we got is that we are going to go into disguise, sneak into the parade, get into the fairgrounds, and then wait until the witch all starts. Because we do have a... We have an endgame for that. The biggest problem that we're running into is A, uh, knowing exactly when to drop it, and B, uh, making sure nothing interferes with us while we're taking care of it. And C, biding time until we can get into position. So, like, honestly, if y'all want to cause a ruckus, we're going to need some ruckuses. Jeff looks over at you. And he says, do you want something staged? I think we could do with something staged. I can, I can see uh, at least two times that we're going to need to keep people off of us. First time, while we're getting into position, we're going to need somebody to draw as many hands away from the staging area as possible. That way we can get as close as we can. And then the second time when everything's going down, and that's probably going to be a lot of stuff happening at that point. So, we're going to need something loud but not destructive, and then just whatever, like, we can we can do on that second one to, to keep people off of us. Jeff mulls it over, and he says, I think maybe we could do something. Morgan whispers into Diane's ear again, and Diane says, What about the parade? Is there not something we could do there? Perhaps just to keep the attention off you? Because I think I might have a plan. Alright, I'm all ears. Intrigued? I think you might be underestimating. An awful lot of people are unhappy with the way things are going. There are kids all over school talking about what's, what's happening. There are kids all over town who are just sick and tired of their parents going on and on about Victor Wallace and about the change that's coming and how it will be good for them. The way we see it, none of them want it. So rather than pick a specific time to cause trouble, why not just cause trouble for them from the get-go? You know, I'm all for this. For a while that I was under the impression that it was pretty much just going to be me and Sally going at it. But if you can wound up the people that we need to just sow chaos, oh yeah, let's let the hounds of freaking war. I think I might have a plan. She looks over at Danielle and uh, she says, Would you be up for starting a fight? And Danielle puffs out her chest. And she says, maybe. Why? Who needs fighting? And Diane looks back at her and says, me. And Danielle looks confused and she says, what have you got planned? And she says, I've got something a little bit special lined up. How about we split the kids down the, down the line? 
those for and those against. On the day of the parade, my sister and I will lead a group of children on a protest. If you can round up enough people to, and she air quotes, come up against us, we can cause all sorts of mayhem and they'll just put it down to just children being stupid and silly. That should give Dee and Sally enough time to get into the festival site and then maybe we can employ a bit of guerrilla warfare. Uh, yeah, no, I'm all, I'm all for this. So yeah, if you can just start just spreading as much crap as possible that entire time, that'll keep the entire community god's hands full. But don't overdo it. We don't want you to be kicked out. Basically blow the cover before we need it. Oh no, that's the thing. We'll keep it quick. In and out, in and out, constantly. Just mm-hmm. a constant stream Keep them exhausted, yes, exactly. keep them distracted. Trevor looks over at Jeff and he says, have you still got that, that line on those quality stink bombs? <laughs> and Jeff was like, yeah, load up then. I think maybe we've got a bit of a plan here. Actually, yeah, we could use that. We definitely use that to keep some people away from the stage when stuff really starts going down. So, uh, yeah, if we can uh, stock up, get ready. I think we got ourselves a plan. Morgan and Diane stand up and Diane says, Listen, this is going to take some organising and we don't have much time. Just be ready at the parade site come three o'clock. And I think that's where we'll leave it for tonight. We're going to be moving into the day of the big event next episode. But for now, we're going to leave you. So we'll do contacts as always. Uh, So if you want to drop us a line, you can reach us at Brits underscore bikes on Twitter. We do have a Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Brits on bikes. And we also have a Discord, which you can find the link to on our Twitter page. But for now, it's goodbye from Eve. Bye. And it's goodbye from Kat. Toodles. And it's me, Jimmy Sprinkles, saying keep on biking. In the Witchgrave Covenant, like many other fantasy realms, it's the heroes that save the day. Slaying dragons, rescuing villages, delving dungeons, they're the people you go to when evil is afoot in the land. Ever wonder what happens when those heroes aren't around? Sometimes, when sinister forces are at work, the only people you've got to call on are the town doctor. I'm not gonna lie to you, this is going to hurt. That crazy lady who raises mules. They have to be glossing at all times. (laughs) And the gnome kid that runs the dispensary. You know Big Milo down at Newbridge? He's got mules as well. That's right. It's time for the NPCs to step up and save the day. I think I killed some. I did kill some. (laughs) You were healing trauma on one of the most renowned highwaymen in the area. Also true, but... Ain't no mule, that's a donkey. What? Or maybe they'll just make everything worse. The Session Tapes, Children of the Covenant. Fridays at www.thesessiontapes.com. Also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.